everyone, and welcome to 1923 Main Street. Home of the Disney Travel Podcast with the latest Disney Travel news. We are your hosts. I am Mike Bellabranic. And I'm Amelia Bellabranic. And first off this week, I'd just like to say Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Yes, happy holidays to everyone. It is our Christmas week episode. So whether you're listening to this before Christmas or after Christmas or on Christmas Day, let's hope not. Let's hope you're celebrating. But if you are, we're glad to be along for the holidays with you this Christmas holiday week. It did snow here yesterday, so I had posted some things from Disney Resort North. We have a nice holiday look. And speaking of that, we'll jump right into the news. If you are a lucky soul and you are visiting Walt Disney World, there's some pretty good little holiday changes. Yeah, I'm so jealous. Uh, first off, they made some temporary adjustments. Yes, temporary. As they say it, um, extra park time for resort guests. So the early theme park entry benefit, which is magic hours, it's literally just magic hours, for guests of Disney Resort Hotel. And, and a few other select hotels. Yeah, and a few other select hotels, mostly deluxe. Um, it will be extended from 30 to 60 minutes. Yeah, so you can get in 60 <laughs> minutes early. So basically, they've just brought back magic hours. Yeah, they're That's giving you essentially magic what they're doing. hour. Sorry, magic, magic hour. hour. And this is only until January 3rd. So if you're there this week and you're staying at a Disney Resort hotel or some of those friendly neighbor, whatever they call them at Disney World, the ones typically around Disney Springs, make sure you take advantage of that extra hour because... If you're lucky enough to have a park pass at all, you're going to want to, especially at this time of year, use it as much as you can. Also, more attractions will be included in the Disney Genie service and will not be included as an individual Lightning Lane entrance purchase option. Yeah, the Lightning Lane extra purchase. That's way too long. Lightning Lane entrance purchase option. Who came up with that? Basically, what they're saying is these four rides, which Amelia will read in a minute, Yes. Were usually the ones you had to pay extra cash for. They were not part of your lightning lane, but now they are until January 3rd. And which four rides are now part of... So lightning lane, Genie Plus is a little bit more worth it. So at Magic Kingdom, Space Mountain, lots of people's favorite. At Epcot, Frozen Ever After. At Hollywood, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. And at Disney's Animal Kingdom, Expedition Everest. Apparently, there's a dash legend of the Forbidden Mountain. Yeah, that's the full official name. I've never heard that before. (laughs) It's called Expedition Everest, Legend of the Forbidden Mountain. That's so cool. See, when we do the news here, you get the official everything. We like to keep it official. We do not trade in rumors like a bunch of other Disney news shows that give you wrong information and then you have to, they have to backtrack and all that sort of stuff. So what we're telling you is Disney official. So these aren't the top, top rides, but they're definitely like second tier. Well, it's a little bonus if you're doing, Yeah. if you're paying for Genie Plus, you don't have to pay extra. Oh yeah, what would be the top ride at uh, Magic? Um, I don't know if it's uh, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train or Peter Pan's Flight. (laughs) Who knows? Magic has a lot of good medium rides until Tron opens and becomes... There hasn't been a new hot one since Seven Dwarfs, which is almost 10 years now. Seven Dwarfs is not... No. But people love it. So, hey. All right. Those are the holiday news stories, but more Walt Disney World news. And this is one I've been waiting for. I really missed it in the summer. Tours are coming back. Tours are coming back and... There's one I wanted to take Amelia on, which she had not been on, which is one of my favorite. I'll ask her for her recommendations at the end. But the first one is Disney's Keys to the Kingdom Tour. 
Yes. Now, this one is only five hours. Only. <laughs> Listen, some are longer. Yeah, we've done longer ones. but It's only five hours, and it explores the history of Magic Kingdom Park, and also it includes backstage access to the Utilidor service tunnels, which is where the staff work. Yeah, so the tunnels under Magic Kingdom. Although I'm guessing not all of the tunnels. No, but if you want to see those tunnels, this is the one you want to do. They, It's a really good tour. There's a lot of hidden secrets. There is an age limit, and I can't remember if it's 13 or 16, so check that out. On WaltDisneyWorld.com, there you can't take your little ones on this tour. Yeah, well, I can kind of see why. The next one coming up, at, there's a few of these at Animal Kingdom Park. All the animal tours are coming back. Caring for the Giants. I really like this one. It's a short one-hour tour, and it's basically about which animal? One hour? The elephants. But one hour? It's a one-hour unforgettable experience, as one they would hour. say. But you do get to get up up. Close, Close and, and personal. personal with the largest inhabitants of Disney's Animal Kingdom Park. The elephants look so gentle from far away. Yeah. But are they that gentle up close and personal? Yes, they are. You will find out if you do this tour. Yeah. You, and they'll also show you the sort of day-to-day care. It's really all about the elephant, uh, elephant herd at Animal Kingdom. And they show you how they care for them. And you get a private backstage viewing area and you learn more about the conservation efforts for the elephants and so much and so forth. So if you love elephants, Caring for Giants, a great tour. Next one. Wild Africa Trek. We love this tour. Yeah, this one was pretty great. I will say from personal experience, they did require a lot of walking. So if and on not necessarily like fully open paths. So I think we've mentioned before, if you're not accessible yeah if you cannot so here's how this if you're not familiar with this tour the wild africa trek is basically behind the scenes of kilimanjaro safari so there's there's a lot of trekking there's a lot of trekking there's sort of two parts the first part is literally walking through the little jungle there and these paths have tree roots and stuff not fake disney stuff real (laughs) real tree roots so, yeah, it's tripping hazards and things. So what Amelia was getting at is you really have to be fully mobile to take this tour. If someone cannot walk through a jungle path that's not completely cleared, you would not want to go on this tour. Also, the highlight of the tour for everyone... Is the suspension bridge. Yeah, the scary suspension bridge over the crocodiles mm-hmm. or alligators. And, you, again, you can't take any accessibility-challenged individuals over this. It is for fully mobile individuals. And then the third part of the tour, you could do, because it's yeah. in... Well, even then, it's in a vehicle, but it's not the same tour vehicle they use for Kilimanjaro Safari. No. It's um, it's a bit bigger, but... You're it, sort of sitting in the back. Yeah. Almost like when you see people jumping in the back of pickup trucks, but not exactly. quite. Yeah. It, but it's very cool. It's like... Obviously, it's called the Wild Africa Trek, but it feels very like adventurous, kind of like you're in a movie almost. It really is. It's one. What's your favorite part of this tour? The suspension bridge. The obviously. suspension bridge, and also obviously, there's a couple of things I will repeat that we said way back on when we review. I think we have an episode on this show, so check our backstories. An episode on this tour. An episode on this tour. Uh, an episode on this show about the tour. How about yes. if I say it that way? But there are a couple of things. Don't chug any drinks like a coffee oh, before you yes. go. Because there are no washrooms along the way, except for one. There is one stop for lunch or dinner, depending on, or breakfast, whatever. Whenever There's one food stop at a yeah. really cool little 
rustic cabin in the middle of the tour. Eat before you go because you will be starving. This is several hours. What, maybe four hours? I can't recall. I was so hungry. It's pretty long. My gosh. It's not seven hours, but it's like three, four, five, yeah, something like that. but you say like five that. or seven hours. You get to eat during that. Yeah, you got a break to eat. So the Wild Africa Trek coming back. Really happy to see that. Really loved that tour. Highly recommend it. And then another animal tour also coming back. Up close with the rhinos. Yes. And I was going to do my rhino voice, but Amelia said no. That's likely to offend someone. (laughs) All right. Why don't you talk about the rhino tour? So if you want to get even closer to nature than Animal Kingdom already provides, there is a tour called Up Close with the Rhinos. This is also one hour. Yeah, like the elephants. Yeah, and it takes you backstage to... Uh, they put it, the second largest land animal in ways few people can. Uh, you'll meet the white rhinos yeah. at Disney's Animal Kingdom Park. And apparently you'll get insights to their behavior, biology, and more from, I'm assuming, like their staff and the experts. Yeah. So the rhinos and the elephants, the two biggest animals, each have their own one-hour tour. And then finally on the tours, if you don't like trekking tours or animals at all, but still want to go on a tour, there's one for you as well. Saber the Savannah. This is basically eating and drinking your way <laughs> through through Animal Kingdom with an African flair. So That's yeah, interesting. Yeah, you get African inspired food and wine and beer, and I'm sure there's something for the ones like you. We have not done yeah. the Saber the Savannah tour, I will say. I but, think Mommy would like it. Yeah, I think we would. Oh, I'm sure we would like it. Yeah, it's it's a little bit it's a little bit like uh, the food and wine type of thing from the sounds of it. You you know, you get all this in a spot that's overlooking the wildlife reserve, the Harambe Wildlife Reserve. So they must have a little building like they do we were talking about for the Wild Africa Trek. And, you know, your guide shares stories about the unique yeah. residents you're looking at while you sample local cuisine. And I will say, if you recall, Amelia, the food on the Wild Africa Trek, it is this kind of really... Yes. Remember those edible flowers? And mm-hmm. It was really good, really unique. Yeah, the food was um, very high quality. It was something that you would probably purchase for a lot of money in a high-end Disney restaurant. So I do imagine the food would be good on Savor the Savannah. So that's all the tours, and they did let one more slip that is likely going to be the next one. The Starlight Safari at Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge. Yeah, that's at the Animal Kingdom Lodge, that nighttime. Yeah. I think you get those night vision goggles and stuff. So watch for the Starlight oh, see, Safari. Oh, see, now that night vision goggles, that's why yeah, I want to do You like it. your night vision <laughs> that's goggles. That's the sole reason. We did that with the turtles at Vero Beach at night, so that's fun. Yeah. And speaking of the beach, a little Disney Cruise 9 news. We haven't talked a lot about that. But also, they do recommend advanced bookings for all of the tours if you do want to get yes. them. Yes, sorry, thanks for adding that. You can't just walk. Well, usually you can't. And when but they, they come do book back, up fast, especially since. Yeah, there's going to be a demand. What's the Disney Cruise Line news? This is sort of cool. Disney Long Cruise, time coming. Yes, it selects Port Everglades as second year round home port. Yeah, so in addition to Port Canaveral, which is the one everybody knows, really yeah. handy from Disney World because you just mm-hmm. go sort of straight across the B line. Very close. And you go right to Port Canaveral. Now. They have a second port for ship. Also in Florida. Yeah, also in Florida. It's very close to Fort Lauderdale. And the reason I like this one, so this is a new 15-year partnership with Broward County. This is great. You know why? Guess what it's very close to, relatively close to? Where? Disney's Vero Beach Resort. Vero Beach is not that far from Fort Lauderdale, so... You know how people will often go to Disney World and then jump on a cruise from Port Canaveral. Now you could go to Vero Beach Resort and jump on a cruise 
from Port Everglades. So we'd still go to Disney and do Port Canaveral. Yeah, you, or you could do all three. You could really do it up. So it's uh, going to be launching in the fall of 2023. And then a second ship, seasonal ship, this time will be yeah. joined in 2025. In 2025. So watch for that. So that's sort of cool. Another port for Disney in Florida. Yes. And now the story you've all been waiting for. The Flower and Garden the Festival. Flower and Garden Festival news. I, Everyone's favorite. Amelia Epcot rolls her eyes at this, but I love this festival. It's nice if you're the one in charge of how you're experiencing it. So spring is in the air. The horticultural staff are already building those topiaries and hanging baskets and flower towers and all the other cool stuff they have for the 2022 festival. And when does it kick off? Kicks off in March 2nd and will run to July 4th. Wow, this seems longer than usual. I know. Usual. Epcot's like, we've, we've got to have a festival every single month. 125 <laughs> days of yeah. food, wow. flowers, and Which entertainment. It'll be there right when we're in there in March. Yeah. We, oh, come on. You must like it. Don't you like I the, don't mind it. It's just that I don't like... You don't like, like mommy stopping to look at all the flowers? Yes. Or like when we spend 20 minutes in that butterfly place. I like the butterfly The butterflies place. are nice. It takes five minutes. Tops. Yeah, we can go through there faster. And this year, because it's 50th anniversary, at the entrance, they're going to have a giant new goofy topiary <laughs> with a 50th themed birthday cake. All out of flowers, I'm presuming. So mm. that'll be fun. And that'll, then, of course, the classic delicious. topiaries will be back. Snow White. Right, and, in the Germany Pavilion. Yeah. And Lumiere and Cogsworth in the French Pavilion. Yeah, the new French Pavilion. So uh, I'm excited for the new French yeah, Pavilion. Yeah, it sounds like these will be new ones there. Yes. And then, you know, of course, if you enjoy gardening, or even if you don't, there are thousands yes. and thousands of blooms all over the place. You of know what? Tons honest, of people stop to look at and enjoy. And take photos. Yes. If you get a blue sky, oh. this is when you get some amazing photos. So during the flower and garden on a blue sky Disney day. So many photos. Especially in March or April when it's not so hot, you'll really get some great shots. And also, of course, there are 18 outdoor kitchens with lots of food and drinks. So looking forward to the flower and garden. And, of course, part of that is Garden Rock. So if you like music, they have not announced the bands yet. Yes, but Garden but Rocks will be back. The series concert will return in 2022 at the American Gardens Theater. Um, yeah, the list of musicians has yet to be released. Um, to visit the Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival, you'll obviously need a Park Pass reservation for Epcot. Yeah, on the same for day. all this stuff, the old Park Pass still yeah. happening. Oh, yeah, and all of the other tours also. And then flipping over to Disneyland to round out our news today, there's a bunch of new stores, three and new stores, ops. and a new photo op, which eh, I'm not so keen on. I've seen some of it. So start with the stores. Three new stores in downtown Disney. Pele Soccer. Pele. Pele Soccer. He's the famous player. Yes, obviously I knew that. I think I'm curious to see how this store does, to be honest. I think it should do well because, you know, you can buy soccer jerseys yeah. there from around the world. But I'm just thinking of the NBA store that flopped. In Disney Springs. I know more people that like soccer than that like um, yeah. basketball. So, so your prediction I'm is the Pele soccer store will last? Yeah, I do. Uh, I personally prefer soccer to basketball too, so... Yeah, I think it. it'll last as well. Yep, it's stadiums, stadium-themed with a wide assortment of soccer gear from renowned global sports brands at this specialty shop named after, the obviously, the legendary Brazilian... Superstar. Superstar. Haven't you not heard of Pele? Nope. <laughs> oh, yeah. He was, uh, he's, I mean, he's a little bit before your time. Well, kind of, but I just didn't know that he, I, I knew of him. I just didn't know that he was a soccer player. Probably person. like 70s or something. And watch or the official club and national team jerseys from around the world. Yeah. So it's cool where you can buy, especially when World Cups and stuff like that's coming and up. And also cleats and like soccer balls and more. Yeah. So it looks pretty good. Saw some pictures of it. We'll post yep. one. 
Next, Post 21. Yeah, this one's interesting. I like what they're doing here. It's, it's a kiosk. As they specified, located on the east end of the district. Why does that sound Hunger Gamesy? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's a kiosk from an inspiring mother-daughter team from Los Angeles who've curated modern, unique merchandise from black-owned businesses. Yeah, so this should be some pretty cool, unique stuff. I like when there's things... In downtown Disney or Disney Springs that aren't just the Disney stuff, I right? I like kiosks. Yeah, so kiosks and things like this. Black-owned businesses, their mother-daughter team out of L.A. We like, well, father-daughter, mother-daughter. We like teams like that on this show, of course. Then the third shop, and then we'll get into the photo op, is Love Pop. This is coming soon. Yeah, it's not uh, open yet. Love Pop is the place to find eye-catching 3D pop-up cards, stationery, and gift Apparently, uh, it has more than 400 designs, so something for every occasion. And yes, obviously, it carries a collection of Disney cards. Yeah, those, those pop obviously. up Disney cards. And then finally, is this new photo op there? Boba Fett's throne. Have you seen pictures of this? Some people yes. have started. Did you? Th- I like-, like it. Oh, I thought it was sort of, I don't know. It struck me as. It's just eh. that tons of people love Boba Fett. And maybe especially the, since The Mandalorian. I love Boba Fett. I just don't... And maybe it's because I saw like some clown draped across it. And I thought that it just it looked too much like a cheap prop for me. But maybe when we see it in person, we'll decide. But it is a limited time. So maybe we won't even get to see it. Yeah, well, it's the replica of the throne from the book of Boba Fett, not yeah, The Mandalorian. Which starts very soon on Disney Plus, the end of the month here in December. Yeah, for a limited time. Yeah, it's only a limited time. Yeah. Outside the so Star we Wars probably won't see post. it. Yeah, it's by the Star Wars Trading Post. So there you go. Lots of good stuff coming. Lots of benefits are there. So thanks for everyone for joining us this week. Have a super Merry Christmas or Happy Holidays. However you celebrate it, celebrate it well. And we will see you again next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.